It ain't as badass as this song, but here we go. Why, hello everyone, uh, all few of you. Thank you so much. You guys are my friends, and I and I really appreciate you guys listening to me. It's really fun. I love to hear feedback. I got a couple. I got a little bit of feedback about the podcast from a few friends, and so far it's been interesting. Now I want to get to a point where I feel comfortable to tell you to share it. But for now, <laughs> uh, stay tight and hopefully enjoy the shows. I'll get better and better. But I am Daniel Gutierrez. Daniel Gutierrez. This is the Daniel Gutierrez Show, and you can find me at D Gutierrez eighty four, D Gutierrez eighty four, on Twitter. You can also find me on Instagram at the Daniel Gutierrez Show. Um, I'm getting a little bit better and better. Uh, Instagram, uh, I'm still so so weak, but what I like that Instagram does, and w- it's something that I I I really should kind of focus on is is it forces me to look outside it forces me to look around and find find interesting things in my everyday life um or or figure a way to say something into the camera i guess uh to tell you a story um i love the challenge i'm failing but uh enjoy that journey too with me guys um Anyways, that's so. Uh, that is my Instagram. Also, you can find me at Gmail, the Daniel Gutierrez Show at gmail.com. or you could use that Gmail to get me on Skype. Nobody's left a voice message yet, but I'm waiting, waiting patiently by the phone. I feel like that that guy in high school who liked that girl, and then gave him, you know, gave her his number, and she never called. Like. She had no interest in me whatsoever from the beginning. From the beginning, I don't know why she took the number, but she did out of kindness. I'm giving you all my number, and I'm just waiting patiently, like that one, <laughs> that one creepy guy who randomly gives everybody his phone number. Um, anyways, <laughs> welcome back. It's uh, it's Monday. It was a fun weekend. Uh, I watched football, and I played poker. Two things that I haven't really sat down to do in a while. I also did a few other things. Mm, but nothing too crazy. I really focused on poker and I focused on on football just because that's stuff something that I enjoy doing. Um, poker, I've always been decent at. I've never been great. Like I'll get, I'll hit a hot streak and I'll ride that hot streak. I, I win more probably than I lose. But um, I want to just take it a little bit seriously. I'm, I've been inspired by 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 a friend of mine uh, who's been doing this for a long time, and you know. I just keep on thinking about like I could have done that at one point I was considering doing this way before like poker blew up it was like as soon as poker got onto the internet I was definitely playing uh and and that's how I used to kind of pay for a lot of things but um I stopped because I didn't think I'm like this is a game there's no way I can make money from this game boy was I freaking wrong uh, I could have made money from that game. I could have made money from playing video games. I could have made money from so many things that my father and mother stopped me from doing. I'm so upset. <laughs> Just thinking about all those things that they stopped me from doing. Like, like when we were in school and we had math teachers and they're like, like you need to learn how to do this in your head because you're not going to walk around with a calculator in your pocket and then now we all have freaking calculators in our pockets. You gave us a problem and we solved it. <laughs> okay? This is what happens. 
The problem was we weren't making money playing video games and regular games. Now we're doing it, and I messed up. I, I didn't have faith in, in humans <laughs> for figuring out a way to solve this. Um, oh, man. The amount of game... The amount of money that I hear about these kids playing video games winning millions, not just like one, but like several millions, several, several millions. And I'm just like, I could have done that. I so could have done that. Like I saw the wizard. We all saw. The, if you're listening to me, you saw the wizard uh, with with Fred Savage. Probably one of the greatest movies. You know what? I will probably buy that today. I will buy it today and watch it tomorrow. Um, but yeah. We all saw The Wizard. I was inspired by The Wizard. I wanted to play in a tournament like that. Um, I could have done good. I could have been somebody, you know? I could have done so damn good. You don't understand. I could have had class. I could have been a contender. I could have been somebody. Instead of a bum. Which is what I am. Just don't look at me right now. Anyways. Um, <laughs> uh, well, besides all of that, football is back, guys. I watched football, uh, like I had said. And football is another thing I could have gotten rich at, but then, you know, it comes with a concussion. So, no thank you. Um, and I was also never really good. Uh, but I, I, football. Football's fun to watch, man. I love, I love watching it. It's like a big chess match. And... Play fantasy football. Play, uh, you know, get in a survivor pool. What I like about this sport is it's a big sense of community. Like, there's there's like uh, people who love the same team as you, so you go to a bar for, for that and just kind of celebrate with them. Um, there's your friends who, like, you love to argue with. And it's always arguing. You never love to agree with your friends. Like, you want to seem smarter than the other person. That's the whole point about being a sports fan. It has nothing to do with being able to play the sport or just enjoying the sport. It's being able to be smarter than your friends about the history and facts and strategy of the sport. And that's all there is. That's that's real. I I've never seen a group of people say, "You know what? Jordan was great." And everybody agreed because there's always that one dick who's like, "But LeBron." And you're just like, "Shut up. Just be be in agreement with everybody for one fucking second." Say Jordan was good. Jordan was the greatest. You don't got to argue. Anyways. Uh, and I pulled that one out of my butt because obviously everybody knows Michael Jordan. I don't know basketball very well. Um, but I know some of the greats. Uh, I know some numbers. Um, I grew up in the Kobe Shaq era. And I did pay attention because we were winning. And like most Los Angeles fans, I bounced as soon as they started losing. <laughs> so um, that's what's up. No, I will, I will always love the Lakers. I will love no other team. Because being from L.A., the Lakers are a huge part of the city. Dodgers and Lakers are a huge part of the city. Um, I'm less a Dodger fan because of all the... When you go to a Dodger game, all the issues that they had uh, at that stadium because, you know, you would hear about people trying to celebrate another team, you know, a different team, and they'd get fucked up. And I hated that. I hated that aspect of it. It's also why I was I hated the Raiders. I still hate the Raiders because the fans that I grew up seeing were assholes. Uh, otherwise, I'd be a huge Raiders fan right now. I'd probably be the biggest, but because I, I hate the Raiders, and when I first saw football back in 95, there was uh, this team won the Super Bowl that year, and I was at the Super Bowl party when I discovered that, oh my God, football comes with wings. And that, that 
literally spawned my love for the game. <laughs> I didn't really want to play, but man, I love to watch uh, because it came with wings. And the Niners won that year. So I, otherwise, I would have been a Chargers fan because Chargers were also playing. But the Niners were killing it. So that's how I became a big football fan. Uh, I, I don't know why I wanted to share that with you guys, but I felt, hey, it's good for you to know a little bit of my history. Um, this se- this season's games, everybody tries to predict what's going to happen starting week one, and I think it's stupid to do with any game, with any sport that you yeah, that you enjoy. Uh, the first the first time out, the first game out, everybody's kind of dusting themselves off, and some people take a little time to warm up. It's just crappy in football to warm up because you have far less games than every every other sport. But every sport takes you know takes some time to for people to get their legs for the team to become cohesive for the most part. Some teams are just really, really good, and they gel together and they move forward, but there's no way you can predict anything. Uh, that's why I always laugh at people who are like, no, man, this is gonna be. This is how the game's going to be. I do my best because I, I, play, this, uh, I play what's called a pick'em, and a pick'em is when you pick every team that you think is going to win that week, and then your points add up throughout the whole season, and at the end, if you played with you and your friends, whatever you decided the winner would get, then the winner gets that. Um, it's fun, but that first week is just rough. You have no clue who's gonna friggin' win, and it sucks because you really need that money when it comes down to Super Bowl time. Because if you get that money during Super Bowl time, you can buy a TV or a computer. If I win this year, I'm going to buy a computer, a brand new, nice, really, really nice computer. The laptop I have is nice, but it, it can't do the things I want it to do. Uh, anyways, I'll keep you guys updated every week, probably on football, just to let you know how, how things are going. I won't try to be like the stats guy. I know that everybody's into sports and, and especially NFL because of all the issues that, that, that they've got, but I'll tell you some things that were interesting throughout the week or throughout every week that I think everybody will enjoy. And if not, I'm sorry, but I really, really want to tell you those things. Uh, excellent guys. Um, you know what? Watching football though. It did remind me a little bit of the things that like like would have killed me as a child. Like I played football. I was in the third grade. I could have easily gotten concussed or 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 had gotten something really bad. My cousin once went on the field and he lost his memory. He had no clue who he was. He had no clue what year it was. He had no clue who the president was. Well, we couldn't really test him at the time because at the time the president was Bush and and the uh and when he was born the president was kind of bush it was reagan but then he went to the bush but anyways so we didn't know if he had the the answer right um but he couldn't remember a damn thing uh that's nuts and we know what's worse is we didn't play tackle when i would play with my friends we played two-hand touch some of us played tackle those are the morons but i I stayed away from them um we played two-hand touch but like we played in the street I grew up in a time when you could play in the street and not worry about a car hitting you. Like, we should have worried. Yes, there are more cars now, and I very rarely see anybody play in the street, but we should have been worried back then, too. I can't tell you how many times I almost got run over by a car. I can't tell you how many times I intentionally tried to dodge a moving car because I thought it would be cool to dodge a moving car. (laughs) These are the games we played before the internet, guys. All right, before this Pokemon Go, before this Harry Potter, whatever the hell that is, like a lot of you are mad that kids are <laughs> kids are using the cell phones now and they're not going outside. 
what happens when you go outside? You play in the street. <laughs> so I'm okay with that. Now, everybody get your exercise. Get your exercise, but, you know, don't play in the street. That's all I can say. I, I, I should have. There are so many times I should have died. Oh, my God. I can't believe that our parents just let us up and go outside. And Mom, I'm going to go play football. Where are you playing? In the street. Okay. That's fine. <laughs> oh, my God. We should have died. Anyways, um, that is football. That's my, that's my wrap-up for the week. Now it's time to get into some headlines. Woo-hoo! Stop the pressures! <gasps> Thank you, Homer. All right, so the first one up, the, the first headline that kind of caught my attention is... Uh, is one that was that says USA powerlifting bans all trans women from competing as women. Now, I wonder if it's going to also be the opposite where trans men can't compete as men. Um but they so I'll continue reading. USA powerlifting has banned all transgender women from competing as women. Even as a trans powerlifter in Minnesota recently won a state championship with another associating, uh, with another association, setting a state record. Okay. Uh, so male to female transgenders are not allowed to compete as females on our static strength sports, as it is a direct competitive advantage. So they are saying that that men have a physical advantage over women. To me, this makes sense i mean of course you can argue there are women out there who are stronger than me there's that's a lot of trust me there's a lot more women who are stronger than me but um as a man this is the only time where i'm like men are physically built stronger naturally um i don't think i'm taking a hot take on that one and i don't think i anybody would disagree with that that's so that, so to me this kind of makes sense that 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 you can't be a man and compete in powerlifting. Um, did you ever? <laughs> this reminds me of the episode in Futurama where Bender becomes <laughs> the tra- uh, becomes transgender. Uh, he becomes female and competes in f- female robot sports um, and just dominates. Now, I think in the situation, I think that would be obviously robots have no gender, but this is, let's just assume that that was a good test. I think that's a good test. Um, let's see. I don't. Uh, let me see. USA Powerlifting is not a fit. Is not a fit for every athlete for every medical condition or situation. The organization said in a statement. Simply, not all powerlifters are eligible to compete in USA Powerlifting. I am hopeful. It's at the bottom it says I am hopeful that the USAPL membership will stand up for trans inclusion and be on the right side of history. I don't, yeah, that's a tough one because um, if I'm wrong, if you guys truly feel that I'm wrong, hit me up at DGTRS84 and just we'll talk about it a little bit because I, I think this is the right move. I honestly, and I'm trying my best to, to see the other side and I can't because unless the surgery makes your body physically weaker in the same proportion as it would a woman then that then this would make sense and i think i don't know 
This one's a tough one. This one is a tough one. I can't I can't blame them though. I can't get angry at them and I don't think I will get angry at them. I think this is kind of have to be one of those fights where um those well, yeah, one of those fights where you know if they get their way, if they do their, I will support any transgendered uh you know female male sorry i have no clue how this works but I'll, i will support anything that they that needs to be supported on that on their end i just don't know how this could switch and i don't i don't understand how this could be fair um but you know i mean china let's look at china china was a beast back in the day and she could definitely choke any man out that i that i can think of um so i mean i don't know Tough one. Tough one, guys. Uh, hopefully everybody's happy in the end, or maybe they make a separate separate category for transgendered females. Uh, oh, man, that's another thing. Uh, I mean, do you... Uh, and other sports do this, too. Uh, the uh, golf, WNBA, every sport has a separate category for women and for men. Do you think there should be separate categories at all, or should just everybody free-for-all? That, because that would be the other half, is if if this gets overturned, then I don't see why women can't compete in in basketball, the the NBA. I don't see why women can't compete in the NFL. I don't see why women can't compete in anything else. Um, it's just not traditional. I would be all for that too. That's fine. If if everybody agrees on that, then then free for all. Make it like a weight class or something. I don't know, like like they do in fighting. There's ways you can kind of that where you can make it fair in in other in other factors. So, all right, I think I think I kind of figured it out myself as I was talking this out. I think if we if we do allow transgendered uh, females to compete in in female sports, then maybe we should open it all all the way up. I don't know. What do you guys think? Maybe I'm wrong. I'm just going off the top of my head. I think it's time to move on. Oh my god. That was really, really confusing, and I had no clue what was going on the entire time. Um, can you repeat the part of the stuff where you said all about the things? No, don't make me do it, Homer. Please don't make me do it. Uh, that was too much. I'm sorry. I apologize. But it was, it's, it was an interesting thing to think about. All right. Next up. Smart ovens have been turning on overnight and preheating to 400 degrees. Some say this is the spirit of Julia Child out for revenge. <laughs> I don't know why I said that, but um, the here's the thing: smart anything going off is already freaky uh, in itself. That's not good. Obviously, there's some sort of glitch or something happening. They gotta fix this. But I will say, if if there was a robot uprising it's gonna start with the smart cooking where the smart kitchen gadgets i'm telling you right now i have i don't know if any of you have had to deal with a smart appliance but they're dicks all of them my uncle has a smart microwave and it's got it's weird it doesn't have buttons that you know you you can press to set the time or you can press for popcorn or whatever it has one knob like the old apple ipod kind of things and you have to kind of turn it and it asks you questions like are you reheating or cooking and you like s select cooking and then it's like oh um this is how it worked for me it's like are you reheating or cooking i was like reheating 
It's like, okay, uh, a whole plate or a small snack? I'm like, a whole plate. What are you, what are you reheating? And I was like, uh, I'm reheating beans and meat. And like the next question was like, are you sure you want to do that? And I'm like, why are you being such a dick? Microwave. <laughs> are you sure you want to do that? Like, yeah. Are you, you're, they were like being so judgmental about me. And I don't know. I felt so, I was like so taken back. I was like, what? Are you telling me I should rethink my eating habits? <laughs> what are you, what's going on, smart microwave? Why can't you just heat up my meat and beans? Uh, what's going on here? I felt so weird. So basically, they're they're already snarky. It's just a moment of time before they kill us. Like they just straight up say, you know what? I'm done playing with these humans. And they just like kill you from the inside somehow. Like the microwave turns on and the door is open. <gasps> the whole entire house is filled with microwaves. And I don't know what happens if that were to actually happen. And I don't want to test it either. Unless, of course spider powers then i'm all in that would be the greatest next story up is one that i had been i had this feeling for a long time it was just a feeling but you know i had no concrete evidence and that uh in in this particular thing that just came out kind of proven me right and they said sugar-free sodas linked to a higher risk of death in a study of 452,000 people. So I always felt that sugar-free sodas, something was up. Because one, how are you so sweet? And two, how are you so disgusting? If any of you actually like sugar-free sodas, why and how? I have always thought the taste was gross. Otherwise, maybe I would be drinking like a sugar-free soda every day going, ah, sugar-free, I'm good. But the truth is, this looks like a bad, I mean, what? there's something in there and you don't even know what it is. Now, I'm not saying that regular sodas are better, but like they use ingredients that I'm more aware of in, in regards to the sugar and sweetness, if that makes sense. But anyways, I I can't, ugh, it, it it's gross. How do you have sugar-free sodas? What was the point? Like that's like having like alcohol free beer. You don't you don't want you have an addiction and you're just trying to calm the addiction by making it I guess healthier, but I'm like no, that's just gross. Just stop doing don't be gross anymore. Um sugar free sodas, alcohol free beers. Although I will drink an alcohol free beer before I drink a sugar free soda. I'll put that on record. Anyways, Here's some less than refreshing news about soda. Even sugar-free versions were associated with a higher risk of death in a study of 452,000 people in 10 countries. The study published Tuesday by the Journal of the American Medical Association found that people who drank two or more glasses of soft drinks per day, per day were more likely. So I guess this is all, see, this is sugar-free sodas linked. So, okay, this is a misleading title. I'm glad I kept on reading because it's including sugar-free into the regular sodas. Now, I will say this. I stopped drinking soda a while back. I don't drink as much as I used to. I used to just drink nothing but. It was awful. Um, I stopped. I went to water. And ever since then, it's been great. Now, do I still enjoy a soda? Sure, when I go out or, or do something. So I try. I basically 
have majority water. I'll have milk. And that's basically it. Sometimes I'll have juice and sometimes I'll have soda. Um, you can live without soda. I feel everybody here can live without soda. You just got to try. Coffee, I, I don't know. I don't drink coffee either. I don't like the taste of coffee. But I know it's not awful for you. It's just expensive. Uh, so I can't tell you. I can't tell you if you if you should leave coffee. Um, I don't see the harm, I guess, in, in coffee as of right now. Maybe, maybe the amount of cream and sugar that you put in it, but it's still healthier than soda. So, yeah. We'll go with that. Um, but two soft drinks per day compared with people who drink less than one glass per month. Okay, so that's not me. I drink a few glass, maybe four or five glasses a month. But two per day, that's, that's, I can see how that's reasonably easy for a lot of people to hit. That's insane. Uh, results of this study appear to support ongoing public health measures to reduce the consumption of soft drinks. Man. My dad's going to have to look for another another place. My dad grew up, I grew up uh, with my father working for Coca-Cola. Now he works for another company. But now I guess I can talk crap about Coca-Cola. I don't really got much to say that's crappy about Coca-Cola. They paid for my health insurance growing up. Uh, and we used to have good health insurance, but then it got worse and worse and worse. So, But I think that's with every company. Um, I Yeah, I don't have really much to say other than they probably have the same awful things wrong with them that every other major company has that's wrong with them nobody really loves to work for them but nobody really thinks that they're the worst thing in the world so there you go stop drinking sodas guys that's what this comes down to drink less soda i would i would say that's something that we should definitely all do drink a lot less soda um switch it to water and not that flavored water water either that something's up with that too um I drink so much Kool-Aid too growing up. Oh my God, I just thought about it. My grandma used to make like a gallon of Kool-Aid a day and we would just down that crap. And my grandma didn't measure sugar. She just kept dumping until she felt it tasted right. And then later on, we found out that my grandmother's sweet spuds were like damaged or something. So it takes a lot more sweetener for, for her to taste it. Oh my God, that was a bad idea. Uh, let's, let's, more water, more water. Um, Even though... <laughs> Our water may be poisoned. Oh, that's bad. Anyways, and I'm saying poisoned like I feel bad for the people in Flint, Michigan. Their water is definitely not good to drink. Uh, so sometimes, I don't know if you've noticed this, but when you go to the store, sometimes the soda is far cheaper than water. The pricing on these things is just crazy. Like the bigger version of the soda is less expensive than the smaller version of the same soda what the fuck soda companies that makes zero sense zero sense at all like that's like if i if i went to a pizza company and they're like all right the medium is twenty dollars but if you get the large that's 750 and you're just like how do you stay in business <laughs> how does how do, how are you still afloat <laughs> Um, but anyways, all right, Whew. that is my news for this weekend. I'm just going off and I'm just enjoying my, my, my last weekend for a little while of relaxation. All right. So I'm terribly sorry if I, uh, if I just am feeling it. 
Um, so anyways, here we go. Now, it's time for that famous part at the end of the show where you have questions. Sometimes you go to Google to ask it a question. And sometimes while you're trying to ask that question, it tries to predict what you're trying to ask it. And you just get thrown off by what it predicts. But you don't have time to check it out. So that's why I am in a special segment called Finish It Google. Google it! Google it! Google it! Thank you, John Oliver. I will. All right. So, uh, in this week's edition of Finish It Google, uh, it's a very interesting subject. It's a very interesting question. And it's a very simple question. What's the best way to sleep. I am extremely guilty of not getting enough sleep. Uh, and it's because of my job. It's because of the sun. Like I can still black out, black out my, my windows and everything, but if it's hot, I can't sleep. Uh, so it's because of a lot of things. Um, we need more sleep. It's clear that sleep is what heals you. Rest is what heals you. Rest will help you live longer and stay healthier. So, my plea to you is please get more rest. I don't know if you get enough. Some of you are really lucky and you're able to just like sleep all day, all night. Like you can hibernate. Like you just eat rocks and hibernate for three months. So your butthole's nice and clogged. I learned that about bears the other day that bears, before they before they um, go into hibernation, they just eat a lot of rocks and dirt and stuff. Close up their butt. I think that's interesting. But I got to imagine that the first poop has got to suck. That's probably why they roar. Anyways, um, so you need more sleep, (laughs) not like a bear, but as much sleep as possible throughout the night. All right. Uh, So first off, I went to this place called sleep.org. Now, there were a few different websites. There's WebMD, and I'll probably be referencing a few of them here and there. But um, I chose sleep.org because, hey, why not? Uh, Why don't you? (laughs) I mean, it's an organization dedicated to sleep. I'll trust them. The first way I've heard this before is on your back, and it's not the most popular position. They say that only 8% of people sleep on their backs. Um, why, why, your sleep, why you want to sleep on your back is sleeping on your back allows your head, neck, and spine to rest in a neutral position. So there's no extra pressure on those areas. So you're less likely to experience pain. But... It's really hard for those like me. I'm a big person like sleeping on my back. Just like I feel all the weight on top of me. And also, if you have certain medical conditions, it doesn't really help. And it doesn't really bode well for you to sleep on your back. But you also look weird when you sleep on your back. Let's be 100% honest. It, only 8% of you out there sleep on your back. That means 8% of you are weird. Admit that you're Admit that you're a very low minority, <laughs> at least. Like there's... <laughs> Uh, like you should have a march back sleepers and i will support the back sleepers but you're weird all right that's how small of a percentage you are like you you look like you died like nobody wants to look that way just nobody sleeps on their back unless you are unless you're dead in the coffin or you're in a 1950s sitcom and you're a husband and wife duo because they always sleep on their back um way far apart from each other they never snuggle there's no cuddles in the 50s Uh, that's why i love living in this time where we're racist like the 50s but we sleep in cuddle position uh the second position that is most popular 
and probably the best is actually no not the most popular but the second best is on your side where your legs and torso are pretty straight uh i don't know how you any of you do that i feel like my top knee is collapsing in on itself it hurts it hurts why would you do that and like everything's touching i like my body not touching itself I like separation of my legs, separation of my arms, separation of my arm from my body. Uh, it's just I can't, I can't, uh, I can't be all cramped up. Uh, it feels like I'm wearing a straight jacket or something. I don't know how you guys do that. Uh, the third position, that's the, the third best for you to sleep in, is in fetal position. Now, here's the thing. This is the most popular, where about 40% of people like to do this all right it's not surprising to me this is my favorite way to sleep just curled up into a ball give me my own space of heat and if you wish to take part of this heat you are the big spoon now i know i'm six foot 235 and so for those of you who don't know what i look like i'm a fat guy and i uh I just I I don't mind being the small spoon. I like being everybody wants me to be the big spoon, and that's unfair. Because if I'm the big spoon, I also feel like I'm going to crush you because I'm going to put my leg on top of you and just like curl up. All right, that's what I'm going to do, and snuggle you. But uh, I don't know. It's just going to be a lot. It's too much. It's too much. I like being the small spoon, <laughs> or just not touching. I don't know how some of you sleep in fetal position like holding each other face to face that's weird i that's so weird you the heat of their breath is like in your face it hurts there's physical pain i can't breathe i feel like i'm breathing in their carbon dioxide and i am i feel like you're just slowly poisoning each other there's no need for that just ugh, stop it stop it um and the other thing is i don't know uh, the hair that gets in my face from you know she has long hair. It just, it's just too much. It's too much. Just our own separate space is fine. <laughs> Actually, maybe I am like the 1950s guys. <laughs> 1950s people. Just, you know, sleep over there. Far away from each other. Uh, that could be it. <laughs> um, so that's the, anyways, that is the number one. Uh, it also, they say it may help, um, it may help uh, against Alzheimer's and Parkinson's. Now they do recommend that you put like a, a pillow between your legs to help separate and, and help um, align your your skeletal body, um, which I don't know about you. I love having like a big body pillow to just squeeze. So nice. Feels good. Feels good on my knees. Feels good on my arms. Keep separation. Um, I'm not sponsored by anybody <laughs> who makes body pillows, but I'll take it. Uh, but yeah, fetal position, if you sleep in fetal position, you and me are in the majority. And it'll probably be one of the first times that I've ever been proud to be in the majority on this, on this end. Uh, the last one, and it's probably the most awful way to sleep, um, is on your stomach. This is almost as bad, in my opinion, as sleeping on your back, but I can understand being on your stomach. It kind of relaxes everything. I get it. But some people sleep like face down into the mattress. I don't know how you do that. And what I don't like to do that. So I sleep with my head kind of crooked uh, or, or or facing to the side, which they say that's not very good for your neck alignment and all that stuff. Um, 
And they also give re- recommend that if you do sleep with your uh, if you do sleep on your stomach, sleep with your face down with a pillow on your forehead so you can breathe. What I'm trying to get at is if you don't do that, and I know none of you do, how are you alive? How are you? I don't. I, I feel like if I slept with my face down, I'd suffocate myself in a heartbeat. I w- I would be dead in the morning. That's crazy. Um, you also look weird and you also do look like you died. Both ways look like you died. But one way is in the coffin. The other way looks like the murder scene. I would like if I if I saw you sleeping in the coffin, I'd be like, oh, my God, this is not this is not what they look like in real life. It just I can't. It's so hard to see. But if I see you face down, like on the bed, I'm like, oh, God, oh, God, I hope the police don't think I did it. That's how that's how it's going to be. Those are my two reactions when I see you lying down your face facing up and facing down. All right, guys, thank you so much for coming to and joining me on this uh, fun little podcast. Hope you guys are enjoying the enjoying your weekend, enjoyed your weekend, enjoying your Monday. Um, hopefully you enjoyed my ride with you. Uh, again, I'm at dgutierrez84 on Twitter. And uh, I, whoa, I sounded like Kermit. And, uh, and I'm that the Daniel Gutierrez show, the Daniel Gutierrez show on Instagram. Uh, feel free to email me at the Daniel Gutierrez show at gmail.com or leave me a Skype message. Thank everybody so much for your fun, fun time. <laughs>